Hello, all my fitness friends, meatheads, yoga pants wearing bimbos, weightlifters, cardio bunnies, battle rope slammers, kettlebell swingers, weightlifters, and treadmillers. You're listening to the How Should I Bro podcast. And before we get started, I got to talk about a few of our sponsors. The first one is Show Me Comics. They are the premier independent comic book company in the entire universe, solar system, planet, country, you name it. They're the best. You can get their 64-page full-color graphic novel, Hafu, right now at showmecomics.com. We're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga Fitness. That's where I do all of my personal training, my boot camps, my MMA classes. We do it all at Extreme Krav Maga. You can visit them at xkm-stl.com. And last but not least, we are brought to you today by Poop and Pee Magazine. They're going to keep you up to date on everything to do from urinating all the way to bowel movements. And don't forget, if you got Junior out there and he needs a copy, they also have Kiki and Gaga Magazine for Kids. We're in the. We're not in the studio today. We're trying out something different. So if you guys are listening to the podcast and it sounds a little different, it's because we are actually not. We're not recording with the uh, the microphones or anything today. We're actually recording on Jordan's phone. Yeah, that's because we actually had to go to this weird place that has a whole bunch of leather couches, cigar smoke, and bourbon. Um, the only thing on their menu is bourbon. Which is really weird, but I think you'll find out later why we have to be here. It's called. Uh, yeah, it was. It was a pretty. It was a pretty unique experience. It was a really interesting place that we went to, but uh, because of that, we didn't have time to go into the studio. So we bought this uh, this new gadget, this app that they sold at this place, and so we're trying out the podcast on this today. So uh, before we get to that, though, Jordan, the last time you were on the show. You talked about starting, you know, your own 30-day challenge. You and Tim and Tim's fiance Sarah, were supposed to start on this, and you were going to give an update the next time you were on. So how are things going with that? Pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I actually think that this could be a whole separate episode because I've got a lot to say about the 30-day challenge, so I'm not sure what you want me to talk about. I mean, I could go off on multiple tangents, but... Well, I mean, how long? I just want the listeners to know Jordan's sitting here and he's actually drinking, a, like he's got a he's got a chalice full of gravy. <laughs> Don't yeah. bullshit everybody. There's gravy in there, and uh, he's actually dipping a biscuit into it, and it's well, like running off of his chin. I was really said. upset because my eyesight wasn't that good ten years ago, and I saw this big sign that said join the gravy and i was like i am in i don't care what i have to do and i walked up to the person and i said i'm in i don't care what i have to do turns out the sign said join the navy <laughs> and so i got chipped out of gravy for 10 years right. a much different experience so now i'm on on the gravy train right well because the navy did the opposite it got you into shape it got you in like phenomenal shape and you never meant for that to happen so and now that you're out you're having gravy. to make up for yeah, that shit very little gravy the only time we had it was when we ate shit on a shingle <laughs> so the 30 day challenge how long did you actually stick to it before you, know, you finally slipped up it's really weird i stuck to it for about a week before i slipped up um however after i slipped up what was really good about it is I would say, like, take a two-day stretch, which would be six meals. Yeah. Five out of six meals, I stuck to it. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I mess up. But what got me to mess up was actually, 
you and I remember we got together and we were like, we really, really need to seek out our spirit animals. Right. And uh, so we're like, how do we find our spirit animals? Maybe we could eat a special brownie. <laughs> Thought, a special yeah. spirit animal brownie that had like you know little bits of the stuff that our spirit animals like to eat embedded in it <laughs> and uh turns out my spirit animal is a gay blind quadriplegic <laughs> marmoset which is fine you know it's 2015 i'm cool it with all you. that stuff you know it's like you know, if you like other marmosets that are the same sex, you do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, if you, I have to wheel you around in a wheelchair, that's fine. You know, can't really go to the movies. That's boring, you know, but you like to listen. So I guess we'll we'll sit there anyway. And But the annoying part is in the movie theater, it's like, okay, you clearly hear the dialogue. You clearly hear the music, which gives you the emotion. But every fucking time, it's like, what is going on on the screen? What is it? What is it? Oh, did he just hit her? Yeah, that's what the sound effect was. That was the, that was him hitting her. Why do you got to ask me that? But then I took into account the small brain of a marmoset, and I'm like, well, he probably can't figure it out. So that part was annoying and weird. However, he led me down a really cool journey where he's like, you got to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and I'm like, do I got to go to Chick-fil-A? I'm kind of on this 30 day. He's like, I'm your fucking spirit animal you do what i say okay so we went to chick-fil-a and he was right it was delicious and then we went to dairy queen and it was delicious (laughs) and i'm like oh this is my one day to mess up but we all know how that goes you know your one day is not really a one day it's you know you come that's the you know, anti 30 day challenge. Cause the 30 day challenge is supposed to break you out of your normal cycle right. of saying bad shit's okay. So what happened was after that day where I just ate everything my spirit animal told me to eat, um, brownies <laughs> included <laughs> was, you know, I still kept up with the healthy eating and I ended up losing like 13 pounds, uh-huh. but looking, so it, it had some success. Yeah. Looking back, it could have been way more successful, which I got to say, that's the most elaborate excuse I've heard so far It's not an excuse. for why somebody <laughs> couldn't stick to their 30 day challenge, except that in every bit of that story was true, except I thought that we had the magic brownies before the 30 day challenge. No, it was during. Because Tim didn't start his 30-day challenge the same day I did. Oh, that's right. Because he had a different excuse. And so I was like, I was eager to start it because I really wanted to lose weight. And so well, I started it, and uh, and then we were on, on that. Well, outside of that, I have been on, I've actually, I'm, I'm right in the, I'm a little past the middle of a 90-day challenge. Because I decided sometime around there that what I was going to do is I was going to do three 30-day challenges back to back Mm-hmm. to back so I do like 30 take a day off 30 take a day off i mean you know you're gonna have some days in there as long as i have you know a long gap of consistent uh consistent eating and training and doing well it's still a certain number of days that's kind of how i look at the challenge whether it's 30 days or it's 90 days if you slip up a few times in there it's kind of like you're giving yourself a grade at the end of that so at the end of the 30 days you say okay how many days did i actually cheat within this 30 mm-hmm. if i had none then i got an a plus you know if i cheated two days within there then maybe that's like a b plus you know and if you cheated half of the days then that's a fucking f and you failed so i'm on day 
52 of mine though and I'm actually killing it right now. I'm almost under 220 pounds, which it's been probably like 10 years since the last time I was there. I will say after the just that first week though, like just one week, I noticed my clothes fit looser. I felt better. I spent less money. Oh, just because they came off easier doesn't mean that they were any looser or they well, fit any different. That was your gay spirit animal coming out in you. It was that marmoset <laughs> demanding me drop to my knees that frayed my jeans, I guess. Not, you know. All right. Well, you know, the, the easiest thing to do is just go, all right, tomorrow, I'm getting right back on it. Tomorrow, I'm going to do another 30 days. I'm going to start posting my pictures back to Instagram. Well, that was another thing is I found that maybe it's just me being socially social media retarded, but I couldn't keep up with the – like I think I posted two pictures. Yeah. And first of all, I'm not p- posting a picture of my shirt off. That's just – But you your know. spirit animal but is all about But my spirit animal was like your body image is exactly <laughs> what you need Your spirit be. animal wanted you to wear like a sequin tank top. In short shorts. No, he didn't, dude. He wanted me to wear brown monk robes with a long <laughs> rosary, but instead of made out of beads, out of garlic cloves. And I just swung <laughs> it around and om, om. <laughs> I couldn't do that either. So I guess maybe I'm just a piece of shit because I couldn't dress in brown monk robes. All right. Well, our guest today is in the corner right now, and he keeps throwing a big fit. Well, he's, he keeps uh, blowing that damn cigar smoke. Face, <laughs> he which looks is really he looks, ornery. He looks a little impatient, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce him now. So today on the show, I'm bringing in somebody who's let's just say he's kind of a big deal. Just cut the fucking chase. He's kind of a big deal. He is. Uh, he's actually what we had done recently, and why we're using this uh, this special app today. His name is Jerry Johnny Genoine Jr., and uh, I'm going to let him go and introduce himself because he's the owner of something that's really huge. It makes a whole lot of money. It's something that's probably impacting a lot of people out there right now, and I thought it was important that I do you all a service. I bring him on the show today, and we get down to what he does. So, Jerry, how you doing today? I'm doing great there, Sammy. Well, uh, the first thing that I want to let you know is that you better make sure that your audience knows that they are blessed to hear what's going on because really we're basically gracing the United States with actually being a part of their country. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. I mean, Texas, uh, where I'm from, we got one of the biggest economies in the country. I mean, if we were to secede, we'd still be like the third or fourth uh, largest economy in the world. And what's bullshit about that is that we get no representation in Washington. So at least I get representation on your show, even though it makes me a little upset with all the different stuff that you want to talk about. Uh, but I well, do appreciate. No, no, don't call. Well, don't cut me off. Don't cut me off. I do appreciate the the time allotted to refute your opinions. <laughs> well, if you appreciate it. Why did I have to do a Kickstarter to raise the funds to get you to come on to the show in the first place? Because the fee that you wanted to charge me to bring you on here was pretty damn insane. You know, first of all, i got to refrain from calling you a shit stain. But, at you know, the, the way you're acting, Samuel's a little bit like a shit stain. So, you think about it and it's time is money. Time, how are you valuable? You know, if you're valuable... Well, if you're valuable, your time is valuable. Like all you 
blue-collar workers look down on people that have butlers and maids and servants and people that, you know, take care of the books for you. That's, that's fucking bullshit, quite frankly, because my time, if I could be spending 10 minutes to produce $11 million on a deal, but I got to spend that 10 minutes cleaning the lime stains off the inside of my toilet bowl, quite frankly, that's a fucking waste of time. If that maid I hired could have the same business savvy as me, well, we could just trade places. It would be no big deal. All right. Well, you're right. And I might not necessarily agree with you politically. And uh, I don't necessarily agree with what you're doing with uh, your company and the, uh, the products and services that you're offering everybody. I do respect you from a business standpoint. You are one hell of a businessman. You're an entrepreneur. That's something that I can respect. Well, you can fucking show me you're respected by getting me another glass of Kentucky bourbon. Gosh damn it. All right. Well, if Tim was here, he'd be getting that for you. But right now. Well, what about that colored fellow over there? <laughs> step that's... and fetch. Hey, hey, yo, step and fetch. That you can't Yo, tell... isn't yo. Yo is what they respond to, right? Look, dude. Step, what's Mr. his name? Mr. Mr. It says S. I got to assume it's Step and Fetch. Just Jerry, fill my glass Jerry, you with bourbon. You can't just come into Jordan's house and tell his kids to start doing stuff for you and ordering them around. All right. Now, this is a health and fitness podcast. That is what we do. That is what I had you on the show for. Recently, Jordan and I... Oh, I'm all about health and fitness. Well, I mean, Jordan Texas and I, is the most fit state. And, uh, you know, everything's bigger in Texas, including the muscles and the oh, well, cardiovascular... You know, uh, well, that's an argument amplitude. for another podcast. But uh, recently, Jordan and I took a trip down, and we uh, we went to your new theme park that opened up. Jerry World, yeah. We, we went to Jerry Branding. World. Branding. Make sure you say it. Branding. We went to Jerry World. Jerry World. Jerry World. And... Uh, while we were there, I got to tell you, I was kind of appalled by some of the, some of the attractions, some of the concessions, some of the uh, gadgets, some of the things that you sold and that you were trying to sell people on. Honestly, it's kind of bullshit. Look, there's subjective and there's objective. So clearly, your uh, your bullshit phrase they are subjective. But if you want to see something that's objective, we have paid one hundred and ten thousand dollars to Survey Monkey to make sure that we survey all of our clients. And and when they come out of Jarrah World, if you would look at the aggregate of those surveys, hot damn, what you're gonna see is a satisfied customer. Uh, well, they might be, but so are the, the millions of people that visit McDonald's every day. You got a problem with McDonald's? Well, hey, you know, feel free to... Uh, free will, you know. Feel free to talk a little bit about some of the... Uh, I'm not going to just... I'm not going to call them gimmicks. Oh, you want to talk you're, about the wraps? Is that what you're going to give me on first? Well, everything. Oh, the oh wraps, we always get a shakes. bad rap on the wraps. You like that <laughs> the wraps, Was that funny shakes. enough for your funny podcast? Uh, let's talk about some of the rides you had there. You had the uh, Detox Colossus Ferris no, wheel. No, no, let's, uh, uh, the Tom's Twister that you claimed if it spun fast enough that people would lose 10 pounds of body fat on oh, the ride. Oh, I see you don't want to mention our most popular ride, the Devastator. Tell me about the Devastator. I did not see that while we were Two there. Two whole minutes underwater. It speaks for itself. <laughs> All right. So originality is not something that we're going to find at Jerry World. Um, oh, your Kitty Land. You had an area there for kids too, where uh, you were offering like uh, free like protein pudding pops to the kids. 
Um, you you had a it was like a fucking dry sauna. Like these kids would it was, a, it was basically an oven. Like you had like this special area they would go into and you would shut the door and the heat was up to like two hundred degrees and the kids would come out sopping wet. Well, one thing because you, you claimed that it reduced water weight. It, that is not safe for kids. First of all, I want to. You know, if we, are we going to be quite frank on this podcast? Because if we're going to be quite frank, hey, I mean, let's get real. We let's are uncensored. Because this is no real Jarrah right here. Real, you 110,000% Jarrah. So, you got a problem with society, right? Not just childhood obesity, right? Right. Society in Correct. general. Okay, right. so you, you take these fat little fucks, <laughs> you put them in the damn dry sauna. All right, if they come out and they lost the water weight, then amen. <laughs> amen, they, you know, they're going to go home and the parents throw them on a scale and they're like, hallelujah, thank the Lord, they actually lost some weight. And maybe that's going to set them down a path of actually improving themselves. No, that's... You know, uh... I don't live in a candy-coated wonderland, but what I will tell you is that is a real possibility. The other possibility is that the fat fuckers die in the dry sauna. If they die in the dry sauna, they're not going to pass on their diabetic genetics to the next go-round. I mean, let's be frank, if we're going to be frank. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's a pretty interesting and, uh, and here's the added bonus concept that you have. The but... parents get depressed. When you get depressed, you know, nine out of ten depressed people can't eat. You know, they starve themselves. Another bonus weight loss. So what do you got against Jarrah World? Even if it's effective, I I couldn't sit here and advocate your... Maybe you need to read old Friedrich Nietzsche. Because <laughs> Friedrich Nietzsche seems to agree with old Jarrah. <laughs> That's... Nah, I don't think so. Um, Freddie. Freddie's what I call him. Freddie. Freddie Nietzsche. I'm pretty sure that's the last person that we should be referencing for uh, diet and fitness advice on this show. And not if it's a sociological problem. I'm pretty sure that anybody listening to this show is sitting there going, uh, even if it's effective, we can't agree with your methods for this. That's unsafe. All right, well, You're let's putting get people's lives. Let's get off the kids. It's one thing to talk about how diabetes and cardiovascular disease is killing people, and it's another to try to cook them to death. I wouldn't really call it cooking. I mean, cooking's what got them into this problem. So let's go ahead and get off the kids and get on to another one of my products that you seem to have a problem with that I can debunk the fuck out of you. All right. The body wrap. Let's talk about it. You brought it up. The body wrap. That's the one well, that I see the most online. I see I would on social call it media. The Triple J body wrap because that's the real name of it. So make sure you don't fuck it up and you get the right name. Triple J body wrap. Made at the Triple J Ranch. All right. I you know I went by this. I saw a few people trying this thing out whenever I got there, and it looked like they were taking what was like Saran wrap. They would wrap it around their, uh, as you put it, their problem areas. And supposedly, you said that they would sweat out toxins and they would sweat out fat through their skin and that this would help um, bring upon uh, weight loss. It would help them with leaning out, with losing uh, a lot of the toxins and poisons that are in their system, which I know from just you know, even a little bit of research can tell you that this is bullshit. But when I went there, there were people fucking lined up for it was taking people like 30 minutes to an hour just to reach the front of some of these lines to buy these body wraps 
How much do you make a year off of one of these gimmicks? All right, I will tell you what. I make in a year about 18,000 happiness points of seeing all the people that have trimmed down their figure off my butter wraps. Yeah, but what about the next day whenever they uh, whenever they leave the uh, whenever they leave the theme park and they put all that weight back on? Because well, that's all they're doing. They're just sweating it out. Like, look, for all my listeners out there, sorry, Jerry, you're going to have to take a drink and calm down for a second. Here's the thing about any product that's claiming that it detoxifies, all right? Your body already has its own natural detoxification thing, and it's called the lymphatic system. That's what your lymph nodes do, is they go through and they work with your kidneys and your liver. And if there's any toxins or poisons that it can get out, it's going to filter it through there, and it's going to get it out through the lymphatic system. You're not going to drink something or take a special wrap or do some shit like sweating that's going to get all these toxins and stuff out. It's absolutely ridiculous. So that's like my first thing. If you see a product or something that's claiming to naturally detox, just take your money, wrap it up in your hand, and run the hell away. Because there's no natural detox that's going to do anything. Just because you pee a lot or you sweat a lot after taking something, all your body's doing is mainly getting rid of water and salt. That's the whole purpose for sweat. That's why your body sweats is whenever your body temperature goes up, it releases water and a little bit of sweat to try to cool you down. There's not toxins and shit that's being released from it. And you sure as hell aren't taking fat and releasing that through the skin in the sweat because that's not how the fat burning process happens. So if I just debunked the whole detoxification and the fat burning thing off the body wraps, how can you justify selling these things and claiming that they do all the things that they actually don't do. Real easy, really. Uh, first of all, you don't mind if I light this cigar, do you? No, go for it. All right. Well, I'm about to put you in a, a cloud of seventh heaven right here. And by seventh heaven, I mean a Cuban heaven. So, <laughs> oh, my God. What we got here, I'll tell, I'll tell you a story, right? Dude, Jordan's wife's going to be pissed when she sees how much smoke's out here. Oh, well. <coughs> Well, fucker, you know what they say, if uh, if you have a happy life, you don't have to have a happy wife. So, what I'm going to tell you here, you know, us Genowines, we come from a long legacy of war-fighting men, alright? So, when it's our duty, when it's our time, we step the fuck up, and we do our duty. So... As you can see, I'm kind of an elderly gentleman, which means when it was a Korean War, I had to step the fuck up. So I did, because I'm from Texas. That's what we do. It's almost involuntary. It's a genetic motion where we stand up next to you. It's a... Jerry, goddamn. <laughs> I couldn't remember the words, but I remember the damn tune. Look, no, no, fuck I will me. give you this. I will give you this. This man must be at least in his, I would say, early 70s. What are you... Yeah, let's not put a direct figure on it. I only like them in bank transactions. Well, I'm just assuming by some of the stories you've told me and what you've done that you're up there in age. However, the guy's in fantastic shape. I want everybody out there listening to know. The guy, I mean, if you look at him, you would not think he's anything over Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
You're trying to distract from my I'm not trying to distract. from my body wrap story you know that what? I was going to defend the I'm shit out this, of the body wrap thing. Well, I'm trying to bring up a point here, and that Alrighty. is you look like you're in great shape. You look like somebody that takes care of themselves outside of the uh, outside of the cigar smoke that you know hopefully isn't wreaking havoc on your lungs. Everything else, you look like you're somebody that takes care of themselves. So I don't understand how somebody that obviously you know, keeps himself in such great shape, can then turn an advocate that his customers eat things like these fucking pork, steak, bacon-wrapped shit that you were selling at the concession stands that you said was carb-free and you said it was full of protein. Obviously, it's going to give people heart attacks. The correct name for it is Suey Free Range Cattle Steak Bombs. So don't don't try to mess up my brand. You've been messing up my brand, Sam, the whole time. Don't mess with Jarrah World. Don't mess with Jarrah. I'm not messing up the brand, but I'm just saying. But, you, oh, these people, all right, it was proved by Dr. Atkins decades ago that you don't need to have these carbs in your system unless it comes from the patented cast iron brown top macaroni and cheese from Jarrah World. That's fine. But the rest of the stuff, you don't need a lot of carbs, especially at nighttime, right? So that's when these steak bombs, you can just go out on the town, have your bourbon, have your cigar, have your steak bomb. And at Jarrah World, by the way, two steak bombs are on sale for eleven ninety nine. So go to Jarrah World and get them. All right, that makes me wonder how in the hell were you able to bypass laws that recently were passed in Congress that every restaurant has to display the calorie content of their foods, especially in theme parks, somehow you got away without disclosing that information. And so I actually took one of these back to the How Should I Bro lab that we have inside of Onyx Edge Studios. Well, the yeah, first thing I'm going to say is that Tim Pickerel ain't no doctor. So, I took a scientist. I took one of these steak bombs back to the lab and I analyzed it. And between all of the ingredients, you had all the grease, all the oil, all the fat, all the tar, all the nicotine that was in these steak bombs. Each one of these, and let me let my listeners know, there's only like two ounces to a serving of one of these things. Each two ounce serving contained 2,400 calories. 2,400 calories. So I don't give a shit if you claim, oh, you eat them after midday when you can't have carbs. There's 2,400 fucking calories in one of these. And I watched a woman there walk away with at least three dozen of these, and she had them finished by the time she made your other ride, the turd flume. I'm going to tell you. justify selling something that has 2,400 calories in it? I'm going to tell you a couple things here, Samuel. The first one of these is that you referenced the turd flume, right? Well, the turd flume is the highest, the tallest log flume in these U.S. of A's. So if it's the tallest, you ask yourself, Jera, why didn't you put in an escalator that after the ride's over, if you want to go again, why didn't you put in an escalator to get them folks back to the top? I'll tell you the reason why is because I knew that people like Samuel was going to dog on my steak bombs. And I'm like, here, you're getting your cardio. You walk up the steps 
walk up them damn steps. And then you burn away the excess garbage and all you're left with is the muscle-building protein. Have you seen the fans of the turd flume's calves? Have you seen them? Have you looked at the quads? You don't bring that up on the show. And the next thing I wanted to say was back on the body wraps. Can I tell you one quick story? Go ahead. So back when I went to stand up next to you and defend her still today for the good old Statue of Liberty. And damn, I will say she is a fine looking woman. So any person that doesn't stand up join the military is pretty much a faggot. Can I say that? Well, no, you can't. I say mean, that on no, our no, show. no, 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 no. Now look, that's the most offensive thing. Now look, I'm not talking about your average person that walks around in Santa Fe. If you walk around in Santa Fe, you've never seen Lady Liberty. But wait, if wait, you, wait. Hold that, on. If you live in New York and you've actually gazed on that statue. And not just tried to hump that copper visage, you're faggot. Cause she is beautiful. She is an no as way. the kids that would just, say, the number one stunner. Wah 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 wah. That just reminded me. One of the things that Jordan was the most offended by was at your theme park. You actually sold shirts that said, "I am a Jarrah World faggot." Right on it. How can you justify this? How, I don't understand. You must be getting sued. This is what I want right to tell you. This is what I want to tell you. rights groups. This is what I want to tell you. Is to say that you have such strong impulses that are unnatural. If you look at the Statue of Liberty and you still want to get cornholed, then it's unnatural. The Gerald World faggot shirts are supposed to say... That you've looked at Disneyland, you've looked at Disney World, you've looked at Six Flags, you've looked at Silver Dollar City, but your urges are so strong that you say, I don't have an interest in going to none of them. All I want's Jerry World. I was born this way. You're Jerry World faggot. Oh, man. I just want to let all of you know if you listen to the How Should I Bro podcast, that we. Do not stand for or support. Can these. I tell my damn Korean War story or not? No, no, you can't tell your story. But it's body wrap back. related. No, we gotta go. You totally did this to try to get me off topic of what I was gonna say about the steak bombs. Oh, contraire, mon. Faggot. Let's just talk about. It. I looked up some uh, some records that they had in Washington. You had a few lobbyists that went up there. How much money did you pay so that you wouldn't have to disclose the calorie content of your foods there at Jerry World? You mean how many people did I want to have extreme quads and calves? If you can put that in a dollar figure, well, then you're a more heartless man than I am. I really, really, really wish that you were sincere, and that was the reason why you didn't. Well, let's just call it hundred billion fucking dollars. <laughs> let's just call it a hundred fucking billion dollars. Cause it doesn't matter to me. I'm rich as shit. Well, okay, I cannot dispute that. But the reason you got rich 
was uh, from some of the bullshit things that you sell there. Like, let's see. Hey, oh, bullshit. You, have, no bullshit. you actually sell bullshit something. It's high in protein, it's high in fiber, and it comes out of one of the world's greatest You sell animals. something There's that you call the Parkinson's weight, which is a fucking dumbbell that you turn on and it vibrates, and you claim that if you hold on to this thing that it will tighten and tone your muscles. You've made that much money off of products like that, you sell an ab belt that does basically the same thing where you claim that if you put this belt onto your stomach and it vibrates enough that will actually jiggle the fat tissue until well, it's no longer there. You I have a magic admit. drink that I saw advertised here in St. Louis. St. Louis, a few years ago on 107.7 or whatever the radio station is, actually advertised this drink that you first came up with that claimed that you could drink a cupful in the morning and then eat anything and everything that you want the rest of the day and you would still lose weight. You have made that much money off of bullshit products that are out there and they're ripping people off. I'm going to tell you a couple things. Let's hear First it. one this is... This is your platform. Go for it. I advertised on WGAY 107.7 FM, and I told you that it's... Wait a second. Hold on. No, don't Jerry, you just did it again. You just did it again. Between WGAY and the faggot shirts, we will not stand for this type of intolerance and bigotry on the Onyx Edge Network. I cannot control you northern sons of bitches and the way you decide to name your funky stations, all right? But I do control my southern dollars, and I control them to advertise in one of these WGAY stations against my better judgment. But I did it, and what I was advertising was bourbon, all right? If you drink bourbon... You ain't got to worry about what you eat and what you do for the rest of the day because you're high flying, all right? And if you're drinking bourbon in the morning, that means that you must be a dedicated, powerful business person like myself because the only people that drink bourbon in the morning, Jera, and people that are like Jera, all right? So that's not false advertising. It means you're driven. It means you're doing stuff. It means you're out there. You're a producer, you know? So... Just let's dismiss that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about. So you want to throw me under the bus for the Parkinson's weight patent pending. What I want to get out there is that I can't talk a whole lot about it because we're in litigation with these shake weight motherfuckers. They basically broke into my San Antonio laboratory where we were researching this. And we found out that women really, really, really love a cylindrical object workout. The first thing we tried to get them on was a pogo stick. Wasn't practical. All right? Wasn't practical. The other thing we tried to get them on was a bow staff. Also wasn't practical. So we're trying to think, what is the thing that makes a pogo stick and a bow staff not practical for a woman? And we found out that it was way overblown from reality. The reality is they're never going to find nobody with no pogo stick or no bow staff. So we made it 14 inches or less, 
you know, the varying sizes. No one's going to go more than 14 inches on these weights. And they can just jerk them around and shake them. I mean, shake them around. Oh, come on, Jerry. You're not going to come on my show and Pat try to say. Penny. You're not going to come on my show and try to claim that the people from Shake Weight tried to rip off your product when you just ripped it off of a good old-fashioned dildo. First of all, we tried to one-up that word that I will not say. We tried to give him a full body workout. You know? I mean, ain't no ain't no gal ever found no guy that could give her a full body workout. But Jarrah Incorporated tried to give her a full body. I mean, come on. We tried to get a kayak that she could just lay down in and go down a river and it would just shake the bejesus out of her. But, no, that didn't work. So... Don't try to throw it in my face. Throw it in her face. All right. Well, you can. That's my motto. Don't you, try to throw it in Jared's face. Throw it in her face. You and can, that's the Parkinson's weight. Well, you can spin it and you can sell it any way that you want. I can't convince you any different because it's your company, it's your theme park, and you've made a million bajillion dollars off it. But one of the other reasons I wanted to bring you onto the show is address some of the lawsuits and let's talk about some of the. The things that you've been getting into trouble with and having to go to court over, like some of the rides that you offer at Jerry World. The first one that's actually been in the media recently was that ride, the Pukaneer, the one where the riders get on it and they swing back and forth and back and forth and you claim that they're going to lose 20 pounds after three rides. All it does is it causes your riders to vomit. And there was one girl who wound up puking out her liver, and you had three people actually die on this thing, and you've been getting sued for just an unreal amount of money. And that's just one of about 30 different lawsuits of different rides that I found whenever I was investigating this place. So how about you address that on the show? I will address that. I'd be more than damn happy to, as a matter of fact. And first thing is, this is a really, really advanced European ride called the Pukanene. So don't try to call it the Pukaneer. That's just that's just crazy. It's a Pukanene. I'm just calling it what it is. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because the Pukaneer, that dumbs it down. And they don't realize that this is a mixture of German and French and English and Norwegian culture that has been tried out over a long, long time. And they have got these women. Have you been to Europe? Yes. Go to Europe. Do you I see a lot Europe. of fat women? I've been to Europe, and I've never seen anything where they have a theme park with rides. You, did you see a lot of fat women? That allow people to did throw up on each lot, other. Did you see a lot of hogs? Did you go hogging? No, I didn't. No. See, you didn't go hogging in Europe, which is why we branded it Puganene, because we knew that American women would see that just like they would with Nivea face cream or freaking... Uh, Pantene Pro-V with provitamins, they would know that it is advanced. It comes from the highest advanced Western culture. The Pukanene is going to do what they need to get it done. And what they needed to get it done, if you got to cough up your liver, well, then maybe you didn't have enough other weight to lose. And you are just not uh, not not thinking straight. You know, I mean, I, I'll admit you got me backed against a little bit of a wall, but... Well, I'll tell you what. Even though I think it's unsafe, it's unsanitary. You've got people throwing up on each other. I mean, just the the, the whole idea of throwing up to lose weight. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Go ahead. All right. So if you had a woman that came to you, 
6% body fat. Right. And she was, you know, let's say 97 pounds. Right. Would you advise her to do an hour of cardio a day? No, I wouldn't. Then it's the person's fault that gets on the pukinene if the only 20 pounds they can lose is 16 pounds of vomit and 4 pounds of liver. They shouldn't have been doing that. This is for the the morbidly, you know, people that uh, they need help. Don't get on there if you're just obsessed, if you're anorexic or bulimic or whatever. And so now I have appropriately defended myself. Well, you know what? You make a good point. It's hard to argue with that. And I got to say, Jerry, Jerry, maybe it's because you sound so much like Jim Varney and uh, Ernest goes to camp, but you've kind of won me over. It's hard for me to argue with your logic. Are we coming to the end of the show? You're coming up with some good points. And I do have to wrap this podcast Give up. me one second. I got to tell my Korean War story, damn it, to defend my body wraps. Uh, <laughs> all right. All so. right. You've got me on your side. Don't fuck it up. All right. So. Don't lose me. I'm a young private. And I will tell you, these slant-eyed motherfuckers, they just got to die. They never landed on our shores. I found that fishy. But. I mean, it, it, Uncle Sam told me you got to fucking kill him. So if Uncle Sam says it, then, well, well by God, especially when you're a 17-year-old young man, you got to do it. So I go over there, and I land, and we're about to go into combat. And I notice they're starting like a weeding out process because they're trying to find the yellow bellies and the lily livers. Because you got to get rid of them yellow bellies and lily livers or else they'll just curl up in a big gay ball when the artillery starts <laughs> raining down. You know what I mean? I mean, you you can laugh, but this was real. I'm really over there and I'm seeing the bang up in the sky and the big fluorescent, you know, uh, flares that are coming down, lighting up the night, and we gotta run over the hill, and people are dying and clenching their guts, you know. And I remember my friend Bill. My friend Bill got shot in the neck, and and I said, Bill, can I? Re- I gotta stop the bleeding. And I reached up into there, stop the bleeding. And the next thing I know, the backs of my fingers are on Bill's tongue. And that's fucked up. So we can laugh at it, but you know. Bill was there, and then you got a guy named, gosh damn, Harold, and he's curled up in a little faggot ball. So you cannot tell me that it's wrong to say it, because I was there. I was there, damn it. And the point is, before we goes into combat, we're trying to get rid of the lily livers and the yellow bellies, and I see this guy, and he said, I really want to kill them slant-eyed sons of bitches. And I said, well, what's the problem? And he said... I'm too damn fat. They won't let me out in the field. And I said, we got to do something about it. And he said, oh, I am. And I noticed he was eating two big cans of cream corn. I'm talking about 32 ounce plus cans of cream corn. I said, you know, Joe Bob, what are you doing there? Why are you eating so much cream corn? He said, it runs right through me. It'll make me shit out all sorts of weight. And then I'll make weight. And then Joe Bob took off his shirt and I said, damn, you got some pepperoni titties. You got some big old silver dollar sons of 
bitch. What's a gynecomastia? What the fuck is going on there? And he said, <coughs> I know I'm a little too damn fat. And that's why I ate that cream corn. And that's why I'm going to do what I'm going to do now. And he took this plastic wrap. It was a new product back then. And back then, this new product, you know, was the supermarket age. You guys take it for granted now, but used to go to farmer's markets and stuff. But he had this product called Saran Wrap. Put it all down. Put it, just laid it down on his bed and then squirted it down with Bengay, another new pharmaceutical product. This product was supposed to shrink vascularity. It would just shrink it up, and it was supposed to get rid of pain. But what he did was he just coated the saran wrap with this thing that was supposed to shrink your vessels. He just coated it and wrapped it around like it was a damn Sinbad wrapping around a sash, getting ready to hop off a pirate ship. Next thing I know, he goes to bed full of cream corn, saran wrap, and been gay. And you know what? The next day, he woke up, he took it off, he shit his brains out, and he fucking looked like Clark Gable. And that's why I sell them body wraps. Because they're proven. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that body wraps were invented because some guy ate a bunch of cream corn and got fat and then took saran wrap and been gay and wrapped it around himself. Better than that. He killed 17 slant eyes. Is there anything about you that's not offensive? <laughs> Gerald World, just make sure you go down to Lucanbach, Texas. Pull in. You'll get a free night stay at Gerald World if you listen to this podcast and put the promo code Samuel Gerald World. All right. Well, I'd like to apologize to all of my listeners out there that are of... Asian descent, or anybody that is gay, yeah, lesbian, bi, transgender, QT, <laughs> or uh, overweight, or, fought in the Korean War, or if you fought in the Korean War, if you were a soldier, smoke cigars. <laughs> nah, the rest of this stuff Texas. is okay, but Jerry was probably the most offensive guest I've ever had on here, bye but I have to say, he did back up some of his... Uh, some of his arguments with some pretty good logic, but I will say this. Um, beware if you're going to go to Jerry World anytime because, you know what? He might be effective, but his methods are pretty screwed up. So, that is it for today's episode of How Should I Bro. You guys can follow us on Twitter at How Should I Bro. You can look us up on Facebook at How Should I Bro. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam underscore the underscore trainer. And I think Jordan is still here. Are you still here after all that? I'm, I'm still here, man. I mean, it's my house. And I had to rearrange all my furnishings and supply cigars and bourbon for this. So I'm definitely still here. Uh, you can follow me at, at JordanTaylor82. Also on Instagram and Snapchat. And now the new Periscope app, you can find me. And my t handle is Adam Raw STL. I just got the new Periscope too, so if you guys haven't used that yet, it's actually an app that allows you to do live broadcasts, and there's no time limits to it. So uh, I've been I've been sending out broadcasts on my boot camps and training at all. What all we do at Extreme Krav Maga? So that's Adam Raw STL. 
And, and you know, it, he was gracious enough to be here, so I will say you can find uh, Jerry Johnny Genuine Jr. at either hashtag secede on Twitter or liberatethesouth.com on the internet. Yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next download. <laughs>